Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code STRAIGHTFIRE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. The volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, September 14th. It's nearly that time, folks. Week two almost upon us. As a special guest, we decided, you know we like gambling in these uh, these waters, we decided to bring on Eric Richter, New York Post. Um, well, he was on last year. Uh, he's a Giants fan. We let that slide. It's okay. It's okay. Giants fans are allowed on the podcast, even though I'm a Jets fan and don't like the Giants at all. Um, 
Although, as a hint, I do like the Giants this week. I've already bet them. We'll talk about that shortly. Um, So we'll bring on Eric to talk about it. We'll briefly touch on Vikings-Eagles. Although I have to, listen, you know, I I felt good about Moneyline Lions for last Thursday. That was a hit. I I hit uh, Cowboys-Giants under. And I had Jets Jets in the under. That hit. So a little primetime run to start the season. Got to be honest, guys. I don't know what's going on with this game. I don't know why money's coming in on the Vikings um, to take it from seven and a half to six and a half. Uh, obviously, clearly, some of it has to do with the injuries to the Eagles. They have just been decimated this week at linebacker. Uh, you got Nicobe Dean, the kid from Georgia, on IR. So now you're starting someone named Christian Ellis. Do not know his work. Uh, it looks like he's undrafted. Been in the league for a minute. Did not grade out well last week against the Patriots. So that could mean a good game for. Alex Madison, uh, nice running back for the Vikings, who also catches passes. And then in the secondary, no Bradbury, no Reed Blankenship. That's two starters on the defense. And, you know, uh, Darius Slay, good, not an amazing cornerback. I I know he's had some good moments, but I'm just telling you, that's not ideal going up against Justin Jefferson. And if you saw last week, Jordan Addison is emerging, uh, emerging enough that I grabbed him in fantasy. So there's a world where Kirk Cousin has some success here, right? except for the fact that he's down his center. Um, and that's not great going up against Jalen Carter. So pro football focus, if you guys don't subscribe, uh, Jalen Carter it, it, it had a really, really good game in his NFL debut against the Patriots. 127 defensive linemen got grades. He graded, at, graded out as number two in the league. He only played 40 snaps, but he was super effective and disruptive and wreaking havoc on the Patriots. Now, why did he do that? Partially because their offensive line was a mash unit. Well, Vikings are down their starting center. Derisaw, the left guard, uh, missed practice. He was he's questionable. He It was a minor practice on Wednesday. Missed practice Tuesday, and it's like, are you rushing back your left tackle? He goes down for the season, and you're really screwed. So, you know, I, I guess uh, what I'm doing is I'm pushing back a little bit against the over. Uh, I do think, yes, there could be points. Brian Flores, we know he likes a blitz. He consistently brought pressure against Mayfield. And, you know, Mayfield beat it because you can't bring pressure with this Minnesota Vikings defense. That being said, um, I do wonder if Flores changes it up just a little bit and says, you know what? Let's avoid the blitz. Let's play it safe. Um, Jalen Hurts did not look super comfortable last week. And I could see the Vikings hanging around. This feels to me like a 27, 20, 20, uh, 27, 21 in that range, which is right around the six. And I'm sorry, I've got to lean to the to the Eagles here. I just don't trust. Kirk. I know it's a cheesy uh, handicap, but I don't trust Kirk Cousins in a primetime spot. Um, again, when the when, at the high leverage moments against the Bucks in the red zone interception fumble leads directly to Tampa points. Like sure, in between the 30s, he's awesome. But what happens when it gets down to crunch time and he's under pressure because Eagles defensive line is dominating? Now, if you remember last year on Monday Night Football, I think both teams were undefeated and the Eagles just smacked the sh... I mean, it was a beatdown. It was just brutal. Um, But this Eagles defense doesn't look as good as last year and the offense did not look crisp. But again, I don't think the world of Minnesota this year. And I think there's a legit chance they start the season 0-2 and you start to hear rumblings about, well, this is it for Kirk Cousins. And and at what point, I'm not saying they're going to openly tank. Justin Jefferson's not going to be happy with that. But, like, when do you start to see them be like, okay, well, you know, we don't have much here. 
Um, let's assess our our talent and let's think about next season. Like they're just they're not that good. I know the division's not great, but if the Packers win to go to two and zero, Vikings lose and they're zero and two, and it's like whoa, we got some problems here. Um, I don't like this Vikings team. I don't like the schedule particularly. Um, after this, uh, you know, you got obviously get rest after the Eagles, but you're then hosting the Chargers and Justin Herbert, and you know, uh, depending on what you think of the Chargers, <laughs> I think highly. You're staring 0-3 in the face. Now, they're going to beat Carolina after that, but then it's Chiefs, then it's Bears, Niners. Like, this is a brutal start. That loss really hurt to Tampa, set them back, and now I believe they lose to the Eagles. So, I I mean, there's no value in putting Eagles money line, right? Um, let's see what that is here. Uh, in the it, it, They have this app, and um, it looks like Eagles money line is minus 2 Somewhere in the neighborhood of minus two sixty, minus two seventy. I'm not betting two hundred seventy bucks to win a hundred on the on the chance that the Eagles screw it up and lose. I I just don't think that's a big win. So if I had to bet, I would take the Eagles at six. I think there's a little bit of value, a little overreaction to them not looking great. Um, again, this is a pizza money bet, right? I'm I'm not going whole hog here. It's not a big play like Falcons last week. Um, and, and I, if you missed the podcast earlier in the week, you're gonna have to go back and listen. Uh, already several bets. Uh, uh, I like some favorites this week. This is uh, bounce back week, overreaction week, whatever you want to call it. All right, without further ado, let's get to today's guest, Eric Richter of the New York Post. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Big, big day here on the podcast. We are now live on AMP, and we have a guest, Eric Richter from the New York Post, to talk NFL Week 2. I should preface this by saying he's been on the podcast before. He is a big UFC guy, but he is now writing a column on NFL picks for the New York Post. Eric, I'm very curious. How did week one go for you? Uh, Let's see. I had Giants plus three and a half. So, um, you know, basically (laughs) Giants plus three and a half is probably the worst pick you could have of the entire week. You know, it's brutal, brutal. But, you know, we're going to rebound here in week two. I'm not worried about it. I'm sure the forgiving New York audience was so kind and respectful to uh, that that miss. And listen, I nearly took the Giants. We saw divisional home dogs had been on a ridiculous tear for something like 15, 20 years in week one. Uh, and they did go, I think, five and three. But the Giants were one of the three that did not cover. Uh, the Colts had another bad beat um, on the divisional home dog front. But week two is a different animal. Um, Eric, I kind of attack it this way. What is everybody overreacting to in week one where I can find some value in week two? And we can either go through the games or go back and forth, but I thought I'd start with you. Um, Is there anything that totally jumps out at you? And I'm going to go ahead and guess the New York Giants might be on your bingo card again. Giants are definitely going to be on my bingo card. I think that what we're really overreacting to more than anything is the known commodities here. There's a lot of teams out here that we know are good. Joe Burrow, we know is good. The Chiefs, we know they're good. Um, so I think that when we look at you know the betting card here for week two and going forward, it's not just about this week. Um, I'm really looking at uh, going forward the elite quarterback play um, and really um, like going forward, looking at trying to attack them in spots where it makes sense. Um, you know, even like this week, you have the the Bengals opened up at two and a half against the Ravens, who are really banged up, lost a lot of defensive players. That whole defense really is is already injured after one week. Um, you know, so. When, it, when I look at it, I see the Bengals, I see the Chiefs, you know, I, I feel like the lines are kind of a little bit low there. Um, you know, so from, from that perspective, I think don't overreact to poor performance early. We saw, you know, even last year, Joe Burrow threw four interceptions against the Steelers in week one last year. So I wouldn't, over, I wouldn't uh, overreact to anything like that. I, I'm kind of with you. Um, and, and the gambling stuff is weird because here we are recording this Wednesday, and I'm sure... If we say Bengals, we like them, everybody's going to be like, oh, well, okay, let me jump on the Bengals. And then you go look, and the line's now up to three and a half when it was two and a half Monday. And, you know, I talked about it on the pod. It's like, I, you could tell right out of the gate, Ravens are really beat up, as you said. Two, it sounds like two starting offensive linemen may not go. Uh, Leonard, Linderbaum, the center, and then uh, Big Ronnie, they're the tackle. So they're going to be in some trouble. And the Bengals, obviously, are not as bad as their opener indicated. I know you, before we started recording, you recorded... Uh, or, or you reference DVOA, and the Cincinnati Bengals are 31 in DVOA. And we know that's just not accurate, right? It was just a, yeah. a bad game, bad weather. Uh, Burrow, uh, and I saw this note by Peter King, Burrow last year was like averaging 16 miles an hour, you know, re- being elusive in the pocket. And I guess in the season opener, it was the fourth slowest game he's ever had. Uh, maybe the calf is something more than uh, just a minor issue. They did shut him down early. Um, 
You think the Bengals' offense just opens a can on Baltimore? Because their defense did not look great. I saw the no. pressure rates. Eric, like, they're not going to be able to get to the quarterback. No, they're not going to be able to get to the quarterback. Um, you know, the, I mean, the Bengals, you know, their offensive line's a little shaky, too. We know that. Um, if you were watching the Bengals game, also, he pointed to his ankle a couple times as he was walking off. So, you know, that might be a problem. Um, I like Joe Mixon, though, here. Um, oh, the Ravens' rush defense not wasn't – uh, the Ravens rush defense isn't exactly, you know, one of the best in the league. Um, and for me, like I'm looking at trying to target something where you have a running back that is one of the better ones in the league. Chase Brown barely got any touches last week. You know, I, I, I feel like Joe Mixon, um, you know, for player props purposes hmm. is someone that I would like to target, especially for this game uh, against the Ravens. And let me just ask you quickly, what did you make of the Ravens? Uh, they did not play Lamar in the preseason. They've got a great wide receiver room, but it's very new. And they looked a little clunky uh, offensively. I thought they were going to drop 40 on the Texans, and they struggled to get to 25. Uh, Lamar pick, I think he had two fumbles, lost one. They lose yep. Dobbins to injury. The running back room is always decimated. Zay Flowers looked good. No Mark Andrews. Um, it just felt like an uneven performance from Baltimore. A lot of expectations for the new OC and Lamar this year. Yeah, new offensive coordinator, new totally new offense. They're trying to spread them out. They're trying to throw it more. Um, you know, I didn't like I didn't like the usage of Isaiah Likely to be honest with you. I think that he's a good tight end. Yeah, so I'm I'm concerned about that. Um, you know, Zay Flowers. It was kind of a lot of underneath throws, and he's definitely electric with the ball in his hand. But I didn't like the way that they were getting him used. How about some slant routes instead of some underneath? Uh, some underneath dump offs. That, that's what it felt like it was to me with the Zay Flowers thing. Odell had that one catch that was pretty good um, for like 27 yards, I believe, in the third quarter. But um, you know, I off the passing offense, little concern there for sure. Um, you know, Bengals minus three and a half. It's still pretty tempting there. That that hook there. You know, books are trying to get you in on that hook. So that you know, divisional game. There's no strong lean there on a bet. If it got back down to three, I'd be I'd be intrigued out of out of Bengals minus three. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, let's go to the giants there in Arizona, Arizona, one of the fakest, most fraudulent scores you'll see. Now I was on Washington. Um, th- thank goodness they got there for me in survivor, but essentially, uh, Sam Howell, who looked like total garbage and they had zero confidence in him in fourth quarter. I saw a stat. I don't know if it's accurate that in the final 12 minutes in like a one score game, he threw one pass. And it's like, what, what are we doing? They, they were behind for some of that time. And even when they take the lead, it's like, oh, we got to convert, try to stay aggressive. Uh-uh. Bienemy and Rivera, I don't know if they're on the same page. Washington did not look great. But Arizona was bad. Most penalty yards in the league in week one. Um, the offense, it's just pathetic. And, you know, if Howell doesn't fumble it up there at the one-yard line and they walk it in for seven, and then the other one gave him a field goal, I think he had a red zone turnover as well. Yep. It's like Washington wins that game 27-6 or something. So I'm kind of with you. I like the Giants in Arizona, although I'm just curious. We saw this go up from four on Monday to like five and a half. Does that impact your decision? Well, six is my number. You know, that's a key number. Um, I want five and a half. You could still get it. It's widely available. Um, Just some just to point piggyback off of how bad Sam Howell was. Right. He got sacked the second most in the league, got sacked seven times. Six or seven times, I forget. Horrible. The offensive line actually graded out very well by the commanders, according to Pro Football Focus. Eighth best passing blo- pass blocking in the NFL last week. The Cardinals don't e- didn't, weren't even getting credit for those sacks. It was really just about Sal, Sam Howell holding onto the ball too long. So that's a major problem for me. 
the big reason why I like the Giants, and so stay with me here. FTN's got some awesome data here. Um, shout out Aaron Schultz from um, Football Outsiders. Now he's at FTN. Um, the Cardinals uh, against uh, play action, worst in the NFL by a <laughs> wide margin. The Giants ran play action third most in the NFL last year. Mm. And the Cardinals were allowing 71.77 completion rate in the uh, against play action. Worse than the NFL by a lot. Um, they also allowed 11 touchdowns, 120.6 quarterback rating, also really bad. Here's the interesting thing for me and why I think this plays out specifically well for the Giants with the play action is the average depth of target for the Cardinals was also the lowest of every team for, for play action. So people are just beating them down low, um, really like under on the flats, basically. I mean, that, that screams Darren Waller to me for your props. Um, you know, that screams Saquon Barkley receiving props. Um, you know, I, I think that the Giants are going to really just utilize play action here and kind of play action the Cardinals to death. You know, the Cardinals do have a different uh, defensive coordinator, 29-year-old from the Eagles linebacking coach uh, is now over there. Um, you know, the, the personnel didn't change that much. It seems like the Cardinals are trying to get worse. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not in on the Cardinals minus five and a half, plus five so, and a half. Uh, yeah, I don't know how how often you listen to the pod, Eric, but I've talked about this a lot. When I was a kid, I, I wanted to be a lawyer because I just loved arguing. Of course, my parents and teachers love that, as you might imagine. So <laughs> I, I hear everything you just said, and then something at the end slipped in, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, Gannon was with the Eagles last year. The Eagles absolutely kicked the Giants' ass all three meetings. And I'm not saying that was because of Gannon. The Eagles obviously had a superior roster and the offense is a machine. However, Gannon, you know, it's not like he's seeing Daniel Jones and the play action and Dable and Saquon for the first time. So there is some familiarity. That playoff game was like a layup, right? I mean, everybody and their mom had the Eagles. Um, I just wonder, can Gannon take anything from that and extrapolate it and use it here? Frankly, though, the Eagles' defense last year was amazing, and as you said, like nobody on the Cardinals' defense is any good except I don't Buda Baker. Yeah, no, literally, literally, he's the only good player on their defense. It's it's bad, it's bad. Um, you know the scheme, the you could definitely scheme some things up, especially having familiarity with Jones uh, and Barkley and you know the Dable offense. What I really like about the Giants is that is their amount, their usage of um, of motion pre-play. Uh, mm-hmm. Giants are always top in the league in motion pre-play. That's huge for me, um, you know, and also like personnel wise, the Eagles personnel is like, you know, top two in the league, at least, you know, the Cardinals don't have any Pro Bowl players on their team. I don't think <laughs> maybe Buda Bakers, maybe uh, there's really just there's not a whole lot there for me to to latch on to and say, like, you know, hey, like the Giants offense is is this bad. They got shut out by the Cowboys like that game. I'm almost throwing it up as a wash. Like, I know it sounds crazy to do. But it just got off to such a bad start, and then they started running spread. They they started spreading them out. They gave up on the run. That's just not their game. So that first drive, where that's that little glimmer of hope that I'm kind of latching onto here, the little glimmer of hope in that running game with the pat with the play action. That's that's where I'm leaning here. Well, Uh, you know, I'm with you. Giants obviously are the side. Uh, Just I had to go look at the game log. So. The Giants moved the ball well on that drive. Remember, Collinsworth was like, hey, they're running all over these guys. And then they had the fluky blocked field goal. Like, come on. A guy hurdles, blocked, run back. So already you're at a deficit. However, Dallas's offense, I didn't think was great. Their scripted drive went down the field. They got a field goal. Mm -hmm. And where it all unraveled was the fluky pick six. I don't know. Are they calling that a fumble or a pick or what? They called it a pick. Uh, Yeah, they called it a pick. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Barkley caught it, and then his helmet, uh, the defender's helmet just popped it out. 
Yep. And then he runs it back. And at that point, it's a wrap. But if you look at Dallas, I'm seeing here, so they had the, uh, a 60-yard drive resulting in a field goal, 38-yard drive touchdown. Uh, second half, they came out with a 75-yard touchdown drive to, to hammer it down. But they did not move the ball. I didn't think Dallas was particularly sharp. Um, so I think you're, I'm with you. Uh, so far, agreement, Giants and Bengals. However, um, this next game, since we started talking about the Cowboys, Eric, let's go there. Cowboys are hosting... Zach Wilson and the Jets. You are a Giants fan. Um, I, I don't know if you took Glee and Aaron Rodgers going down. Hopefully no, not. No, you don't sound like that kind of guy. But, uh, <laughs> but the Cowboys are now nine and a half point favorites. However, I'm seeing a couple books, uh, you know, we're recording this. And in the last hour, I've seen a couple go down to nine. DraftKings is still at nine and a half. Um, and it's like, okay, what's happening here? Is somebody, you know, just taking some educated guesses on the Jets. I know at first blush, it's like, oh, the Cowboys are going to murder them. But Eric, you've seen the numbers on teams that win by 30 in week one. You know, mm-hmm. massive regression. They're feeling themselves. I, Micah Parsons going on podcasts. And it's yeah. everybody's all gassed up. Oh. Um, I, I am curious, though. Jet short week. You basically got to install an offense for Zach Wilson. Is this just too much for the Jets to compete? Or can this defense, remember Dak led the league in picks last year, uh, can this defense lock down Dallas and keep it respectable? And that, you know, you're going to the fourth quarter down nine six or something. Yeah, I was interested at nine and a half. I was hoping to get to ten there. To be yeah. Honest with you. Um, I was sitting. I was like, all right, ten, ten, ten. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. I know that some Brandon Brandon Cooks news just dropped right as we uh, were jumping mm-hmm. on here. Brandon Cooks uh, didn't practice today, and uh, it sounded like he might not play at all. So, Whoa. Uh, I believe it was a hamstring injury. Yeah. So you know, maybe maybe there's some line movement because of Brandon Cooks. I'm not too sure. Um, but for me, I, I, you know what's crazy, and I know that uh, Rhodes said this uh, to you on uh, the podcast yesterday. Uh, he thought Zach Wilson played well. I, you know, I can kind of see where he's coming from there. Wow. I, I know that sounds crazy. I was like, man, he might be the only person on planet Earth to agree that Zach Wilson didn't do terribly. Um, Bill's defense, it's not bad. That Garrett Wilson pass wasn't good. You were right. Uh, wasn't That was not a good pass for the touchdown. Um, but, you know, I think if they let him loose and trust him a little bit, like on third and that third and 12 play uh, near the end of regulation, they ran it up the middle with uh, Cook. and I think he got like six yards. Then they uh, they kicked the field goal uh, to take the lead. For me, I, I would have thrown it there on third and 12. I know that sounds crazy, but yeah, I know. I know. Um, I, I think that Zach Wilson needs a little bit of trust here. Um, I think that you do some quick plays, Garrett Wilson, a lot of screens, you do the two running back set. They were doing that a lot out of, uh, out of shotgun. They were doing the two running backs with cook breeze, uh, breeze hall. And, um, you know, then you had the, uh, the, the receivers. Um, I want to see more of that where like, you can kind of get the motion going, uh, and then, you know, hit, hit Wilson on a slant, you know, things like that. I thought Wilson looked all right. Given the circumstances, he wasn't expecting to play. Um, so- yeah, <laughs> I know it's that tough. sounds crazy. So I'll ask, Eric. So you want to give Wilson some rope. So yeah. do you – I don't – you can't do it with the lead, right? Salah knows – and listen, fair or unfair, Rodgers was going to save his job and the GM's job, right? So what happens if they win six games with Zach Wilson? Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. 
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like, does Salah get another chance next year? I, I don't know. So if he's thinking about his job, yo, we're going straight conservative here. You know, we're going to hand it off. Brees Hall, Brees Lightning. Um, let, let's just not make mistakes. You remember, and, and you're a young guy, Eric, but Mark Sanchez game-managed oh, the Jets to yeah. a couple AFC title games. Hey, we got a great defense and a strong run game. Let's not screw it up. Yeah. Uh, can, can you say that to Zach Wilson? or Because he looks like he has some YOLO in him, um, like a every third bit. possession. He's like just scrambling for his Let me just chuck yeah. it up. and Yeah. Uh, if he if he can just I know it sounds like he, if he could just avoid that but you know you know if anything happens you know um, if you just avoid it's almost like he like starts scrambling and thinks he's at BYU again he just starts throwing it up it's like he's like oh BYU he's like I remember I used to do this and then just chuck it um, for me I would say you know I'd like to see Zach Wilson get some rope you know even RG three said it uh, yesterday on Get Up um, you know the Jets their future is tied to Zach Wilson, no matter what this year, there's no quarterback that's going to come in there and save them. It's going to be the Zach Wilson. So Zach Wilson's either going to play really well this year and maybe even solidify himself as the quarterback of two years from now, or he's going to play his way out of the league. That's it. That's spicy. (laughs) He's either out of the league. He's either out of the league or he is the quarterback for, for the future uh, two years from now. I don't think there's any between. There's no, yeah, I kind of, I would largely agree. Cause if he screws up, like this is his last chance. I want to go to another game. This is, this is, uh, One that I bet at three, and I just looked, and it's not three anymore. The Chicago Bears going to Tampa. They were getting three. This was pick them on the look ahead a week ago. It's now, was it three? It has since come off to two and a half. Yeah. Listen, I know nobody's going to say this. Everybody's overreacting. Oh, the same old Bears. They stink. Eberflus is gone, blah, blah, blah. I kind of like the Chicago Bears in this spot going to Tampa. 
Mm. Eric, what was it, three weeks ago that the world was saying, oh, Tampa, could be a fire sale come trade deadline. Tampa, Caleb Williams, like Todd Bowles, put your house up for sale. Like, it was, the vibes were strange in Tampa. Now, I did have them last week in the contest, but I don't love them going forward. No, definitely don't love them going forward, especially with uh, Baker Mayfield. Dude, they were going to trade Mike Evans like yesterday. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was I was already buying my Mike Evans Giants jersey. <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> I was ready to go. So um, I hear what you're saying on the Bears plus three. Actually, um, you know, everybody had a Justin Fields uh, MVP ticket. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm not even kidding. He was the Tell most bet MVP guy. He was the most bet MVP guy. He was eighty to one all the way down to thirty to one. What? Uh, during the off season. Oh yeah, man. I remember. story. I, I yeah. might. I'm. Well, wait a minute. Think, well, think about it. Eighty you can to run. one to thirty to one. Yeah, in like a week. Yeah, in like a week. But like, think about it. He can run, and he has an arm. So like, the thought process was if he can, if they can really expand the passing game, the running, the running stats will still be there. So that was the thought process from the betting side, um, and it was before they even got DJ Moore. My that's my major concern is that they are not even really getting DJ more involved. I'm not a big Darnell Mooney fan. Um, the running back situation they have Roshan Johnson. Uh, yeah, who is that? I, I, I was a fifth round pick um, this past year. I don't even know where I went to college. Um, but he's he's got the size. He's six foot two twenty. He runs a four four. Um, mm, so he's got the size. He's got the bell cow size that like kind of makes sense. I you know I got Khalil Herbert shares in fantasy. Um, for me, Buccaneers are probably the side. Once once that field goal goes away, I, I'd probably lean Tampa Bay. Just because I thought that the Bears' defense looked so bad, um, I, I I can't get on the Bears' bandwagon with you. I'd love to. And my my old coworker Jeremy Layton, uh, big Bears guy, he uh, he's on the full telling the owner to sell the team. He's starting a petition, the whole thing. Oh, so that's yeah, that's it's um, yeah. So Bowles loves to blitz, and um, last week Kirk Cousins shredded them up and down the field. He put up big stats. Problem is Kirk made some dumb Kirk Cousins mistakes. Um, my guess is instead of Justin Fields forcing crap, this week he will just say, you know what? I know you guys want me to win from the pocket, but when I'm under duress, I'm tucking and running. And I I just, I think that Green Bay defense has like seven first-round picks. I think they're way better than the Tampa defense. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would agree with you. The Tampa cornerbacks are pretty good, but – um. I don't know, something wants me, I, you know, I, I think I'm going to ride with the Bears, but you did give me something to uh, th- to think about going against them. Um, not a sexy matchup, but, you know, fascinating to me. One of these two teams is going to start 2-0, the Falcons or the Packers. Do you have any yeah. read on this side? This was, I think, Falcons by one, and now it's Packers by one and a half. So a swing yeah. through zero, not a huge swing, but a swing nonetheless. Injuries are going to tell the story uh, for this one. Aaron Jones is isn't practicing. Christian Watson's not practicing. Romeo oh, Dobbs oh. isn't practicing. So pretty much all of the major weapons in Green Bay aren't aren't playing right now. Aren't practicing. So if they were to play all in Green Bay, I would bet it to three. Right. Um, and the reason that I would say that is a Desmond Ritter looked awful. If he if he gets behind in when the Falcons get behind in a negative game script. They are going. They're going to get blown out a lot. The blowout potential in Atlanta is massive. Same thing with the Giants. To be honest, it's kind of like the same. Uh, the same problem. It, you, when you're playing ahead, you can do the play action. You can run the ball. You can do the RPO stuff. But once that lead goes away and you're down by two scores, you have to start airing it out, and the quarterbacks can't do it. That's the big problem. So when for me, I look at it. It's a dome game, so the Packers don't even really have to deal with weather. Um, you know, I think Jordan Love looked amazing last week, even without Christian Watson. Once he comes back, 
I'm interested. The offensive line, you got still got Bakhtiari there. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, Packers. I mean, I, I believe that uh, Love was one of the highest ranked uh, passers in the NFL on Pro Football Focus. Um, no one saw that coming. So Yeah, I, I definitely did not. I, I don't know what to make. It feels like a bit of an overreaction, but this Aaron Jones thing now has me freaked out because yeah. I loved him in fantasy. We have him, I think me and my son, you know, we have him on like three or four teams. And he starts going bonkers on the screen passes, and we're freaking out. You know, winning fantasy games, we went five and zero. Nobody cares. But <laughs> no Jones is huge. Like losing that element. That'd I mean, not- I don't think Dylan's as as deadly in the screen game, is he? No, not really. Uh, he's really good at the goal line. He's, he's more more of just a pure runner. He kind of like reminds me of Josh Jacobs, but maybe like a poorer version of Josh Jacobs. Um, yeah, I would say you're looking. If you're, this is a wait till Friday. This is to all the all of the uh, straight fire listeners. This is a wait till Friday. See the injury report, and then even maybe throw a, a Packer beat writer on tweet notifications because that's what I do. Um, and wait for the injury report because um, uh, once that injury report comes out, that line's going to move immediately. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's do a couple more games here. I'm looking at this one. I don't think anyone's going to like it. It's maybe the coaching mismatch of the week. Mike Vrabel at home against Brandon Staley and the Chargers. Chargers were, I think, three and a half on the look ahead. It's now down to three. Yep. And it looks like we could be headed for a two and a half. Um, I, listen, I think people are overreacting to the Chargers defense. Like Tua, Tyreek, and company are going to shred all season. Okay? It's, it's nothing embarrassing that you got destroyed by Tua. We'll see. I mean, he looked incredible. I, I, here's what I don't understand. Tennessee looked awful. I mean, Ryan Tannehill was arguably the worst. Well, I can't say the worst. Daniel Jones was horrible. But Tannehill had three bad picks. Uh, the offense is stuck in the mud. I, I don't see any. I don't see what people are on with Tennessee here. Uh, I know Eckler could be a, a situation and maybe miss the game. Uh, I hope you got Josh Kelly in fantasy. But I like the Chargers here to go on the road. If you look, Eric, historically, they've been good on the road. Yeah, char- uh, Chargers. Uh, so here's my thing with the with the Chargers is that there is the run defense. Uh, run defense is still terrible, and Derrick Henry is still there. So that's what that that's what you're seeing here is people are expecting Derrick Henry three touchdowns, 200 yards rushing, Chargers some late penalties, some late turnovers, things like that, um, kind of screwing them, if you will. You know, I'm I'm just so done with the my thing with Justin Herbert, and you know, I had a Justin Herbert MVP ticket last year. Um, my thing with Justin Herbert is that he – how many times have we seen him come up small in game-winning opportunities where you have, you know, a minute and a half left, two timeouts, go get a field goal to win, go get a field goal to tie, and then it's sack, fumble, uh, penalty, and now all of a sudden it's third and 20, and you have to either punt or you're, or a fourth and 20, and it's turnover on downs. It happens way too much with the Chargers. So I just don't trust the Chargers late in the game. I'd look to jump – Maybe on a, on an under, I believe. Let me see what the number is right now. Um, I would look for, yeah, I'd look for an under there uh, for that game. Oh, yeah, it's 45 even, actually. Okay. Um, um, so I'd look for an under there. Um, unders were crushing last week. I don't know if you saw. It was like I think 12 and, and 12 and 4 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 12 and 4, 11 and 3, something like that. Unders were crushing uh, week yeah. one. Um, a big And, you know, it's funny. I was listening to a, a podcast, uh, one of the FTN podcasts, and um, a reason that they said that the unders were hitting at such a high rate is that the sack rates were so high across the league. Offensive line play was really, really bad on Sunday. So quarterback play, offensive line play all kind of uh, combined together. So, 
You know, I, I would kind of look at some of the unders in this one uh, in across the league, really. Um, you know, especially for the Thursday night game. You know, you look at an under there too. Um, huh. We'll get to Thursday in a sec. Uh, the one thing um, about the Chargers. So w- w- this Tennessee defense get very ballyhooed, right? Everybody loves Simmons and um, uh, Vrabel's a great coach. Carth moved the ball up and down the field with like garbage weapons. I mean, Rashid Shahid, whoever that is, had a monster game. And it was like they were getting kind of, I think Carr had 300 yards passing. And I thought they moved the ball well, just ineptitude when it mattered. And Carr kept getting sacked. Yeah. I like Chargers offensive line better than the, uh, the Saints. I like the weapons better, although Mike Williams is concussed already. I, huh, I guess I'm going to have to give it more thought. But I thought I, I would definitely have a Chargers ticket in my pocket and I'd be on them. Uh, well, one like more. Not play. <laughs> What's that? Sounds like Eckler's not going to play. So that's a tough yeah. one because he was really, really involved in their game plan, like big time. He got like 20 carries in the first three quarters. Yeah, no, Eckler, uh, a machine. And then, of course, he kind of took some jabs at the coach <laughs> this week. Fun. Uh, all right, last one before Thursday Night Football. Let's go Dolphins Patriots. Um, will Bill Belichick start 0 2? I'm seeing Dolphins favored by three. And Miami, I think, universally looked like the best offense in the league. Tua's never lost to Belichick. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill, who just shredded J.C. Jackson, um, looks like he's going to maybe line up against Christian Gonzalez, the rookie, who played well, um, but he's a rookie, and Tyreek is Tyreek. Um, it isn't indoors. It's outdoors, although the, it doesn't seem there's going to be weather. Are, are you back in Tua here again or, or no? Uh, at three, uh, that's a tough one, I would say. It really comes down to the defense uh, for New England. Um, I, I, this is an under spot for me, for sure. Like this mm-hmm. is one of the many unders of the of the day. This is probably one that I target the most. Um, everybody's so in on the Miami um, on the Miami defense on the Miami offense. Excuse me. Um, I actually really like the Patriots uh, defense. They looked amazing against the Eagles. The Eagles are high flying. You know um, the 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 volume of which that the Eagles usually look to throw. You know, I think that the Patriots did a really good job. They're, the time to throw stat um, that the Patriots had—it's um, eluding me right now. Was like it was like under two point four seconds per throw. It was the lowest in the league um, time to throw for uh, for Hertz before he started scrambling. So um, I think that the Patriots' defense is the key, and I think I'm gonna—I would go under there. Really interesting. Um, I, I'm just trying to think like, what advantage does? New England have like I, I know they have some dudes on defense. Judon is is very good, but Miami's got some names defensively as well. Uh, yeah. I know they were torched in the run game, and I'm assuming this is going to be a Ramondre Stevenson 25 carry kind of game. Maybe Zeke's getting 10 carries, but you know t- this throwing thing. Like they're down 16 nothing, and Mac has got to start chucking and ducking. I think he attempted 54 passes. Like that's not a winning formula no. for the Patriots. I, I I think you're onto something with this under. A lot of running. Um, overall, do you like the Patriots this year or not really? They're like the good, bad team, if that makes sense. Like they're good, but they're probably going to come up short in a lot of games. That's why Mm -hmm. I'm kind of avoiding the plus three there because I think that it's going to, it's really going to come down to the last possession or two, um, where it could be a touchdown late. It could be a field goal that puts it to six, uh, et cetera. So, you know, I think that they're going to be competitive with everybody and I think that they're going to win, a lot of close games are going to lose a lot of close games. It looked like an eight and nine team, um, if I were to if I were to guess. Uh, really, because I don't I don't believe in the quarterback play at all. I also don't think they should have let go of Jacoby Myers. I love Jacoby Myers, um, and Juju Smith-Schuster didn't look very good either. No. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm 
I would target them at a bigger number. I was hoping if they were like if they were on the road, I'd actually target them. I'd I'm more likely to target them because I get maybe I'd get six because I would yeah. like. To Eric Richter, New York Post, great stuff. Good luck with the column, and uh, you know I would say good luck to your Giants, but only this week as I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> Appreciate you, J Mac. Thanks, buddy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 